Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers. My name is Ted Melanfe, and I'm joined, as usual, by the mercurial Maura O'Brien and by the prolific, persuasive, passionate Paul O'Mahony. And Paul, what are you going to be speaking to us about today? Because it looks interesting. Yeah, Ted, I'm going to talk to you and the listeners about an extraordinary experience I had with the headquarters of Toastmasters International and how I discovered a very secret source of assistance in Colorado. Excellent. That I'm looking forward to that. So that will be in either the third or the fourth section. So we're after wetting the, the listeners' appetite for the, to stick with us with the, for the entire show. No, we are not going to have a guest interview, but we are going to have something beautiful for you on the second part of the show. And please do not switch off this channel. Stay listening. Stay with us because some of you who will not have heard this before will hear it today and you will be delighted that you stayed with us. I am going to be giving you a thought for the week. Paul is going to be giving us a word for the week. And I think, oh, Paul, what I'll do is actually I'll give you my thought for the week and I, maybe we can have a little chat about it. Gratitude, fire away, fire gratitude away. turns what we have into enough. Oh, my goodness, Ted, that's much too complicated for somebody like me. Gratitude turns what, what we have. have into enough. Yes. Well, look, I, I, uh, to me, it's, uh, I suppose it could possibly mean that if I uh, have gratitude for something that you're offering me, that means that what you've offered me is enough for me. But I wouldn't be at all sure. Who said that anyway? Well, this is anonymous. Anonymous. Well, anonymous is good at producing. But it could have been said. Melanfi said it because last right. week or the week before, I, we were also on the subject of gratitude. I'd like to gratitude refer, being one of the greatest of the virtues, if not the greatest. Well, I'd like to refer to Moira O'Brien, who would be a much better authority okay. on what gratitude uh, turns something into enough. Moira, okay. will you come in on this, please? Gratitude turns into no gratitude turns what we have into enough gratitude turns what we have yes exactly if you're if you are grateful for having something which is maybe just not as much as you might previously have wanted but you're still grat- grateful for it then yeah it becomes enough i go yes. along with that yeah, and I think you, you got the meaning and you got the, yeah. the, the tenure of exactly what has been said there because I did say it here some time ago on a previous show that there are lots of people in the world who are more than satisfied with half of what we've got. Absolutely, absolutely. So, And I think gratitude as a virtue, if you are grateful every morning you open your eyes and you are able to put your two feet outside the bed and you're able to stand up, then be grateful for that. I think it's a, it's a beautiful attitude. I think all of us should develop an attitude for gratitude. 
And attitude for gratitude. That, that's a good rhyme, Ted. Good, yeah, I think it's nice. <laughs> Ted, you remind me of one thing that my mother used to say uh, whenever we got gifts at for birthday or Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was that the thought is what counts. So if you got, for example, a second copy of uh, the first Harry Potter book and you have one already and it's no use to you whatsoever, my mother would have said, it's the thought that counts. And that really meant that you have something to be, to have gratitude for. Mm -hmm. And it is the thought that the other person, that led the other person to give yes, you the I book. have to agree with you. And in actual fact, if I was in that situation where I was given a second book of one that I already had, I would absolutely be tremendously grateful because one of my habits with books, particularly with the books I buy, and now since I take a lot of my books from the library, I can't do what I used to do with the books I buy because when I buy books, if I see something nice in there, I will highlight it with yeah. a highlighter. All right, you won't tear out the page. You're not. No, I, sometimes I'll take a photograph of the page and look at it on a daily basis to embed it into my mind. But whereas if I had the second book, I could have a pristine copy there all the time and have my other copy with all the dog ears and the, the underlines and the highlighters. So I, I think gratitude is a fantastic virtue to have. If more people in the world were grateful for what they had, wouldn't the world be a much better place? I'm not sure, actually, but we could debate this forever. <laughs> I, think that, I think that lack of gratitude okay. has been a driving force in human history, and the lot of underdogs has been improved by them not being grateful for what their overlords have granted them. Okay, well, that's a, that's a topic for another day. No, Paul, I, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to invite you and all to give us your word of the week. Well, my word of the week is perhaps the longest word that I've ever offered to listeners on the program. And it's also one which is very difficult to spell. Mm -hmm. So it would be a good one to use on the evening, which you're doing table topics in a club. And you say to somebody, right, I want you to spell this word and tell a story about it. (laughs) Anyway, the word is surreptitious, Ted. And it's spelled S-E-double-R. Uh, U E P T I O U S, surreptitious. So, surreptitious, four syllables, right? And here's an example of it being quoted, being quoted by the. I thought surreptitious was spelled with a U. Yeah, well, you're right because it's S U R. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. you were misspelling it, all right, even though you're, really, you're looking at it. Well, I told, you, I, told you, I told you it was a very <laughs> difficult word to spell. However, the substantial point, yeah. and I'll quote you James M. Barry, who wrote um, Peter Pan, mm-hmm. for several days after my first book was published, I carried it about my pocket and took surreptitious peeps at it to make sure the ink had not faded. Excellent. I like so, that. what what kind of peeps did he take? He took secret ones. Yeah. He took clandestine ones. He took sneaky ones. He looked uh, in the mindset of stealth, stealth, and it was a kind of cloak and dagger look, mm-hmm. which might fit in with with the story of Peter Pan. But anyway, surreptitious means uh, secretive, and but it also has the meaning that. 
you're secretive with a kind of a sense that other people would disapprove of what you're doing. So it isn't just being secretive in order to not let somebody know that you've organized a very special birthday party for them on their 50th birthday, let's say. But at least that's a nice thing to do. You it's, use the word stealth. Yes. Now, stealth doesn't have the same connotation as surreptitious. And even though it's a synonym, it does not mean exactly the same thing. No, but I will give you a lovely example of something being done in stealth and surreptitiously. Keep recently, going. recently, there was a junction that thousands of people use every day called the Waterloo Junction, which isn't a million, which is a mile and a half from here. And the county council closed that road overnight, which in my opinion was illegal, but it was also surreptitiously carried out. In the middle of the night, they closed the road without informing or conforming with anybody. Right, and you're saying that it's surreptitious because you think that they were a little, they were afraid or they knew that people would disapprove of what they'd done. Well, they obviously didn't think down the road, if you pardon the pun, as much as you did, even there in that 30 seconds. But had they thought about it, they would never have closed the road. The reason it was closed is that there have been a number of accidents at that particular junction. But that is not the only junction on this, on this stretch of road that Can, we are speaking about. Let me just interrupt you. Are you using the talk show for talkers as a rant against your local council? No, not so ever. I'm merely using it to amplify <laughs> the word surreptitious. Excellent. I think, Moira, you better rescue Ted and I discovering that we have differences. And I can tell you thing that the antonym, the opposite of surreptitious, is open and honest. Which is, of course, what we all are on here on the Talk Chef Talkers. And I thought, actually, a lovely antonym would have been um, gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes, it could be. Yeah, which, which brings us back to our thought for the week. It does indeed. And uh, we are actually now approaching the, the end of the segment, so perhaps um, we can close it there. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4 pm Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information. <laughs>